going on everybody 
Hope everybody's doing well. It is Monday night. I'm sorry, it's Wednesday night. Jesus Christ, what the hell is going on with me? It is Wednesday night. It is Dirt Sheet Dudes. I am Boxman. I'm not really sure where in the hell my co-host is, but you guys have me. We've got wrestling. I'm going to talk some wrestling with you guys. I think we'll be just fine. I'm not worried about it at all. Uh, really quick, though, it is... Uh, hopefully, Smart will join me soon. We'll, uh, we'll find out. But uh, it is Veterans Day, and uh, that is why I played that song right there. And before I get to anything, i like to give a quick shout-out and a quick thank you to all the veterans out there uh, for your courage, your dedication, hard work for the fucking ultimate sacrifices that some of you guys out there make and i would definitely like to say that uh we definitely appreciate you you guys are the ones out there fighting and uh, i see weebs in the chat i know he is a veteran so thank you sir for your service and i uh, just wanted to get that out of the way and um we can move on from there definitely want to really quickly mention obviously um alex trebek did pass away i believe that was on monday um, age of 80 years old, uh, we had heard a while ago, I believe he had stage four cancer. That's not something you get over. You don't come back from that. Um, very rarely. Uh, but he did do some things obviously at, uh, he had a, a role at WrestleMania seven. Uh, he was a backstage interviewer, guest ring announcer, uh, at, uh, WWE's championship clash between Hogan and Slaughter. So, you know, and it wasn't just Jeopardy he was on. He did a few other shows, Wizard of Odds, Double Dare, and a few more. But um, definitely, definitely, um, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I grew up on, I mean, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune were like the shows when I was a kid. Um, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, Price is Right. Those were them. But uh, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune were your primetime game shows. Watched it all the time. And uh, my mom watched it. It was kind of something me and the family would kind of sit around and watch. So I grew up with Alex Trebek. Um, I, I, you know, anyone who's around my age, um, you know, I see Bobby Anthem in the chat. I know he's he probably is thinking the same thing I am. He grew up probably grew up on uh, on Jeopardy too, like I did. So you know, definitely uh, definitely hurts a little bit, especially like I said, I kind of grew up with the guy on on television. I think a lot of us probably did. So. Uh, Definitely, definitely. Uh, rest in peace to Alex, Tre uh, Alex Trebek. But I uh, did want to bring that up. Like I said, he did have a few things to do with wrestling. Uh, but I mean, 36 years he was on Jeopardy. 36 years. So that's a long fucking time. I mean, I'm 45. When I say I grew up with the guy, I really did. I mean, Jeopardy started when I was a kid, but... Like I said, I remember watching it. Wheel of Fortune was another one that everyone watched those two game shows. And I mean, they were, my God, Vanna White was like the sexiest woman in the world for like years. Um, but uh, there you go. I definitely wanted to mention that. Didn't want to uh, want to get out of here without doing that. But I do. Um, I'm going to start with a little bit of news. Um, I guess really there's not a ton of news to get into. We do have three shows to get into. Um We've got Full Gear, which was fucking amazing. Um, I want to talk Dynamite and I want to talk Raw. Got a few notes on each of them. Um, but before I get to that, um, let's go ahead and get to the games. AEW announced yesterday that the um, 
at a game conference where they were all dressed up like Steve Jobs or or Jeff Goldblum, I thought eventually they were going to tell me this is the best place to find a place. I wasn't sure what they were going to do, but I got the reference. I did. A little silly, but um, <laughs> interesting to say the least. Uh, but uh, they did announce, um, I believe, one app and two video games. Um, I, I think I'm right on that. I'm sure Antox will correct me if I'm not. But I believe it was one app phone, obviously cell phone app for uh, iOS and Android. And I believe it was also two video games. Now, I know one of the video games they had was, a, uh, was from the former WWE 2K team. And I saw, I saw the teaser. Um, okay, two app and one game. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. Thank you, Antox. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I saw the teaser uh, video they had for it, the game. Yeah, I'll admit they had Kenny Omega looking like a fucking piece of plastic, ripped as hell. But also... That's just the teaser, guys. This 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 game isn't done yet. So let's back off. I got to tell you, it looked like a good game. Looked like a lot of fun, to be honest with you. Um, I'll probably get the game. It does look a little. I, I see uh, Mojek Shelley, MCMG, in the chat said the graphics look like the Battleground game. They do, but that's kind of what the updated graphics are looking like right now. But again, this game isn't finished. This was a teaser, but I thought it looked good. To be honest with you, I thought the graphics looked good. They were crisp. They were clean. Um, I mean, I'm not the biggest gamer anymore like I used to be, but I really thought that, the gra- like I said, the graphics were fine to me. It wasn't like we were sitting here looking at a goddamn fucking Atari game from the fucking, you know, 1980s or anything. We were looking at a fucking, a new, ver- a newer game. So I'm not going to shit on it. Um, I'll probably get it. I actually still want to get that Battleground game. Um, I guess Christmas is coming up. Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever. We'll see. But um, I do want to get that Battleground game. Um, and I definitely, definitely will. Pro- I, I will definitely get this game. So, it, 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 like I said, I know back when WWE, they kind of got rid of 2K because of the glitches and shit like that. But, hey, maybe they'll do a better job for... Um, Maybe they'll do a better job over there for AEW. Maybe they've learned a few things. Um, So in addition to the console game, there were two other games revealed. AEW Casino Double or Nothing and AEW Elite General Manager. The General Manager game, I don't know. That to me sounds... All right, let's see. The Casino Double or Nothing game will be available this winter on all your mobile devices. It's going to be kind of a slot machine, poker, blackjack, roulette. So they're doing a real casino game. I won't lie. I'll play the poker part of it. I love playing poker. Actually, I'm a uh, fucking, I, I like playing cards, to be honest with you. Um, but poker, I'll definitely play that. Blackjack, I like playing blackjack. And slots, I'm not a big roulette guy. Um, but I'm sure they'll just tie it into all their shows and all their characters. And I don't know, man. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Um and uh, I guess, um, and, and really, so that's really it right there. They don't have much on the other game, um, but I guess we'll see what happens. But uh, again, I saw a lot of complaints on how shitty the graphics were. Oh, the graphics are horrible in this. How, 
how the hell could you do that? You know, and I'm like, guys, this is like shitting on a fucking prototype. You fix it. You don't shit on it. You go, hmm, looks good. They could do this. And hopefully they will. So, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, uh, I guess this thing ran late, uh, not ran late, but started 47 minutes after it was supposed to start their little AEW game event on YouTube. Um, but, ah, whatever. Like I said, you know, I, I didn't watch it, so I wasn't one of them waiting for it, but, um, definitely let's just wait. Let's see what the final product looks like. If it's glitchy, then all right, well. 2k didn't learn anything if it's not then they learned something so i guess really all we can do is sit back and wait and see what's happening um but yeah a little weird a little weird on the uh on the turtlenecks for the uh for the gentleman um like i said i i I get the reference i do but um a little unnecessary if you ask me uh (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say right there um, little quick story I'll get into, I guess, and then we'll start getting into uh, some of the shows because most of the news ties into the shows. Um, WWE did release some uh, key employees this week. Um, actually, just yesterday, uh, despite the fact that we talked about record quarterly profits for this company, um, among many of the names people are a little shocked about, obviously, uh, Tony Chimmel is one of them, the the, uh, ring announcer for SmackDown. Uh, Been with the company since 1991. And people are a little shocked about that. Um, Another one everyone is shocked about, which this shouldn't really shock anyone right now. If you look, if you, when I read you his title, you're probably going to be like, ah, gotcha. Um, Derek Castleman. Castleman had been with WWE since 1993 and was the director of venue merchandise and remote operations. Not too sure they're doing a lot of venue merchandise right now. Um, I'm not exactly sure what remote operations are, to be honest with you. I would figure that's people connecting remotely. I don't know. I know a lot of people are probably doing that, but the venue merchandise, obviously, they're not really doing a lot of right now. They are doing merch, but it's all being online right now, I'm sure. Um, once they start getting some people back in the stands, I'm sure they'll have to find someone new. But, I mean, I'm not sure what you can really do about this. But Tony Chimmel, a little bit shocking. I, I don't know how much they pay these ring announcers. I've never thought about it, really, how much these guys get paid, how much they... But, I mean, you know, guys have been with the company a long time, but I guess I just don't need them. I don't know. I mean, and I guess there were more. I don't have any, I don't have a full list, but according to, I believe it was PW Insider. Yes, PW Insider. Uh, Mike Johnson was the one talking about this and um, said he believed it was a total of 10 to 15 employees, but I have not seen a list. Anyone's got one, you're welcome to post it, and I can rattle that bad boy off. But um, obviously Tony Chimmel was known for, the way he said the rated R superstar, you know, and um, I don't know, man. I'll uh, maybe see him in AEW. Everyone else seems to go there. So <laughs> I guess we'll uh, we'll have to find out and see what happens with him. Um, I really do not have any more news than what uh, what I just gave you. I got one little thing to tie in Raw. But uh, like I said, we had some 
We had a great show this Saturday with AEW Full Gear. Um, I didn't watch it till Monday. I kind of uh, a little busy this weekend, but man, I, I there are some really good matches on this show, man. Some really, really funny references on this show. Um, but I really thought it was uh, it was a really, really fucking solid show, man. I mean, a really solid show. They were said to have had a thousand fans in attendance, and I'll tell you what. Sounded a, a little better. Just definitely sounded nice to have some fans in there. Um, you know, screaming, making some noise, kind of going with the crowd. A little something for the, uh, the guys in the ring to build off of, if you will. But uh, I definitely enjoyed that. Um, I'm a little shocked at the first match, I got to be honest with you. It was uh, the Omega versus Page match. Um, my God. Fucking incredible, incredible fucking match. I will say that. I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. It was a really good match. We had Don Callis joined uh, on commentary. Said Omega invited him to be there. Um, the Sweeper Girls came back. Because uh, Omega, obviously, the sweet, the, the cleaner. Um, great match, definitely. But I personally didn't really see anything special. To me, this was a Kenny Omega New Japan match in Florida. I that might be harsh. That might not be what anyone wants to hear, but that was what I got out of it. I'm sorry. I just didn't see anything really holy shit in this match. Great spots, great moves, but nothing really out of the ordinary for Kenny Omega, in my opinion. So, like I said, incredible match. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit, but really nothing that wowed the shit out of me. That, that, that basically, like I said, it was like a New Japan match in Florida. Omega won of course. Um, but uh, these two put on a good match. Page came out without a horse. Not sure. I would have rather have seen him on the horse, but uh, that was that match right there. Um, don't have many. I mean, I, I got some longer notes on a few of these matches, like the Darby and uh, Cody match, but um, Orange Cassidy and uh, John Four Silver. Um, this was a good match. Um, I got to tell you, uh, I'm, to be I guess just to kind of put it out there. I don't know a lot about this John Silver guy. I really don't. But I was impressed. I was impressed that the way he was kind of working with the comedy, not trying to be a badass against the comedy. I felt like he was kind of working with it, with um, with Orange Cassidy. Obviously, Orange Cassidy is the comedy guy in the match, but I thought Silver did a great job at kind of just rolling with it. Um he ripped out the pockets of Orange Cassidy, which uh, I can't believe no one's done that yet. Brilliant move. I like that. Maybe they have on the indies, and I didn't catch it, but um, I like that. I thought that was pretty good. But uh, again, was very impressed with Jonathan, uh, with John Silver. Don't know a ton about the guy. Probably need to do a little more research on him, but I was very, very impressed at uh, what he was doing out there. Um, next match we had was the Darby Allen versus Cody. Cody did use the Rhodes name. Said he was only going to do that for TV stuff and big stuff like that, but I guess he uh, changed his mind. He did, we talked about last week, he did win that trademark for the Rhodes name, so I guess he decided to go ahead and use it. Um, good for him. I mean, if he got it, he might as well use it. I don't see a problem with it. Um, Darby Allen comes down uh, riding on top of the car that he hit a guy with a week ago. Um, and his skateboard, both of them saying the face of TNT. 
um, broke the windshield with the skateboard. Little unnecessary. Not quite sure why we needed that kind of. Don't need to be that violent, man. Uh, Cody coming out with his usual obnoxiously egotistical entrance. I'm sorry. It's just every time I see it, I'm just like, seriously, dude. Really? Like, 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 really? You got to do this now? But whatever. Cody is who he is. Cody H, whatever you want to call him. Um, I don't know. It was what it was. It is what it is. But, um, man, this match, though, I mean, like I said, after you broke the end, you know, Cody comes out with the whole Nightmare family. Um, and then uh, we got Mike Kyoto back out there for the ref. Um, one thing I did notice, and I think I said this last time when it was these two together, uh, Cody Rhodes looks like fucking Hulk Hogan compared to Darby Allen. <laughs> it's a little, a little scary. Um, trying to buy Cody as this, you know, kind of to throw another one towards, uh, Hogan here, like this unstoppable force that, that no one can beat and to beat him is like beating fucking, you know, like David beating Goliath or something like that. I don't buy it. I'm, I'm sorry. Cody's not a fucking, a, a, a huge dude. He's just, I just don't buy it. I really just don't fucking buy it. Um, at one point in the match, Cody went to pin Darby, and Darby had a, Darby had his arm under the rope, and Mike Kyoto kind of broke the count. And I, I think Cody was pissed because Mike Kyoto followed the damn rules. He's not used to that. I don't think. I don't think. But um. Uh, Darby obviously is incredibly creative. Oh, quick shot from the wife here, guys. There's no bubbles. Thank you. Thank you. Logan, clink me real quick. All right. My son is in here. Real quick shot, and then we'll get back to this. All right. So, like I said, Darby's obviously a very creative guy. This was a huge win for Darby. Um, And at the end of this match, after this whole match goes down, I mean, it was just like Cody couldn't just let this guy have his moment. Cody had to kneel down, present the title to him, and then Taz came down like he was fucking sick of it too. And 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 then Cajun Starks come down. They attack Darby and Cody. Darby gets put through the uh, the AEW bat light. I don't know what else to call that thing. Um, uh, then uh, Armas got his arm slammed in a car door. Will Hobbs came down for the save. He made it on time uh, Saturday night. Didn't really make it on time tonight, but uh, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. Um, and, you know, it, it, Antox, I get it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm as shocked as everyone else that Cody li- did lie down for, uh, for Darby, but I think it was the right move. Um, I mean, face of the company or face of TNT, I get, but face of the company, not really. Uh, Cody's always going to be that. Cody and Jericho will always be that face. But um, I don't know. I've never really heard Darby do a lot of talking. So, I mean, it's not like they're not going to have this guy on TV shows and shit, man. Come on. Come on. Just going to be another champion. It's not going to be a big deal. But definitely, I thought this was the right thing to do. I, you know, I, I don't usually bet against Cody. Because uh, that's 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 not a good idea, but 
I'm glad he did. I think Darby will be a a, a damn good champion, and um, I think it'll be just fine, man. I, I think he's going to be a good champion, and I don't see a problem with any of this. So, but really good match between these two. Like I said, Darby's very creative in some of the moves he does, some of the things he does. Crazy, obviously. Daredevil, definitely. But I just hope he figures out before he gets too hurt to tone it down. Um, and you can even hear that with JR. Even in JR's voice, you can hear him kind of saying the same kind of sentiment every now and then. So definitely, definitely hope he does. Um, we go backstage and uh, QT Marshall is back there. He wants to cut a promo. Um, thank God Dustin was there because QT Marshall is not a promo guy. No, not a promo guy. Not a promo guy. Um, but like I said, luckily Dustin was there. Um, they called out the Butcher and the Blade for the bunkhouse match that we did see tonight. I will get into that. Um, saw some good shit out of that match. Um, and then, after all that, we had the Sheeta versus Nyla Rose match. Um, now, at one point in this match, I saw Nyla use a, like, like, like a knee claw. Okay? That's something I do to my kids to tickle them. Not sure how effective that is to just reach over and grab a knee and tickle someone like that, but whatever. I, uh, I'm not a wrestler. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> Sheeta did win that match. I, 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 I enjoyed this match. I gotta be honest with you. I really, I, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Nyla. I am a fan of Sheeta. Um, and again, it, the, the, me being, not being a fan of Nyla, I just don't think she's very good in the ring, plain and simple. That's it. There, there, there there's no other reason. I really don't. I think she's a bit dangerous and kind of reckless. Um, and that's it. But um, after the Sheeta win, Vicky comes in and starts screaming, screaming at Nyla Rose, slaps Nyla, and Nyla does nothing. Aren't you a native beast? I think a beast would be a little more pissed by getting slapped in the face. Just saying. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that th- that was that match. Listen, Vicky still doing great at what she does. She goes out there, she pisses people off, and that's what she does, and um, and annoys them. And she's great at it. So there was that. Now let's get into this this FTR versus Young Bucks match. Um, you talk about blowing your fucking load. I mean premature ejaculation this match it's just i mean i don't know what else to call it this match was really blowing their load and of course tonight they were already talking about rematch and but first we got to do blah blah blah. anyway um ftr versus young bucks uh the ftr came out in matching jackets like they have been aw really likes these matching jackets don't they i mean nightmare you know the, the the whole nightmare family has them and everything really Really loves these matching jackets. I, I guess they're trying to be like Ribera too. Um, but listen, a good match, yes. But what have I been? What have I been saying about the Young Bucks when they get in the match? It, it's every Young Bucks match is a Young Bucks match. It is just that. You know we're gonna get some super kicks. You know we're gonna get a billion false false finishes. You know what we're gonna get. This match, first of all, in my opinion, way too fucking long. Way too long. Um, way too long. Just, again, my opinion. Now, this is 
something we've been talking about for a while, even back when Anthony was was joining the show. This was FTR's pretty much the biggest match. This was like the like the dream finger quote match. And they haven't exactly had a plethora of matches in AEW FTR. And they already do this. Then they lose now, now now doing this and them winning would have been different. They do this and they lose. Where the fuck do you go from here with FTR? Just fucking let them go. Let him the fuck go, man. Seriously. I, it, 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 there's nowhere to go with these guys from here. Nowhere. Who are you going to put FTR up against? Penta and Phoenix? Okay. Gonna, I mean, why? I don't care anymore. I'm done. I'm kind of done. I hate to tell you. But we'll see where they go, if they go. I mean, I, I know last week or the week before, I believe, there was talk that they weren't happy with the, the build they had for this match and all the other blah, 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 blah. But I don't know. I don't know where we're going to go for this match. I guess we will find out um, uh, in the long run. But I don't know what they're going to do with FTR from here. Who knows? Um, now, here we go. This was a fun fucking match. This Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in the Elysian Deletion match. I really like this match. I, I got to tell you, man. I mean, we had cameos from Gangrel. We had Hurricane Helms. Not only did we have Hurricane Helms, we had a two-year storyline get finished up with Hurricane Helms. So an impact storyline finished up with Hurricane Helms. And, or, well, nah, nah, kind of a what about that? And fucking Gangrel, man. I mean, listen. I like Gangrel. I really do. I actually always have. I like that character. I think it's kind of a cool character that that, that he has, fanging and banging old uh, old 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 uh, Gangrel over there. But a little weird to see him. I kind of hope they try to use him a little more. I would like to see fucking Hurricane in there as a regular character. I'm not sure why they don't just put this fucking guy on the roster. You know, I, I really don't. But I did like. Um, Kind of go back to the more the beginning of the match. Guevara pulls up on a golf cart that says Spanish God 01. Loved that right there. Um, Neo 01 shows up with a hologram of Matt. So we're already getting this cinematic match. Um, not even sure if you want to call it a match. Cinematic whatever you want to call it. Um, but I really, really like that. And then we we just start moving. Next thing you know, we got a fucking... A monster truck out there with Matt Hardy driving it, doing the broken Matt Hardy character. Um, he runs over the golf cart. Sammy got out. Like, right away, we get a moonsault off of the fucking monster truck wheel. Like, immediately. And then they go through the woods. Um, I mean, they're using trees and shit to bang each other's heads on. I just really, really liked a lot of this whole fucking thing. Um and then suddenly, you know, you got Ortiz and Santana start getting involved. Matt calls for assistance. You knew he was calling private party. I think all of us here knew he was calling private party. Let's not sit here, and, you know. Um, him and Sammy had a jumbo Roman candle fight. Dude, I'm down for some fucking Roman candles, man, especially jumbo Roman candle. That's cool. Sammy, at one point, starts slipping in the mud, 
And Matt says, old folks are going to think this is a mud show. <laughs> Obviously, a, a shot at Jim Cornette. Um, listen, I, I know they make some pretty childish shots at Jim Cornette. I get it. I get it. I do. I chuckled at this one. I did. I like this one. I like this one. Um, this match, that whatever, I, I don't know, I'm not even sure if you want to call it a match. This whole thing was like a fucking acid trip, though, with the hurricane and the gangrel. Oh, I'm sorry, hurricane and gangrel coming out there. Um, uh, and then after a little, after finally after that, uh, Matt brings Sammy down to the Dome of Deletion, um, or basically just a big garage with a ring in it. Now. Anyone here in the chat room remember the Matt Hardy grape video where he's just talking about how he loves grapes? I've looked for this on YouTube. It's very hard to find. I'm realizing as I'm watching this, hey, this is where he shot that video of him eating grapes. I don't know if anyone remembers it. I remember it. Um, but um, this was really a, a, a nice little thing that they did here. They brought them all inside. They locked everyone else out. So it was back down to Sammy and Matt. Uh, Guevara's doing everything. I mean, he undid the turnbuckle. He's choking Matt with the ropes. Um, and we got a little, a little payback for Sammy, uh, for Matt here. First payback spot, Matt takes Sammy off the apron through the ring and Sammy, the back of Sammy's head is bleeding. Obviously payback spot number one to the spot that we, you know, in the last pay-per-view that they had where, uh, Matt got hurt. The second payback spot was a chair to Sammy's head. Obviously to the dynamite where he did that. So even with all that, though, Matt got his payback. Matt wins the, the match. Uh, private party then comes in, helps put Sammy in a trash can and in the back of a pickup truck. And we get Senior Benjamin. Everyone's been waiting for Senior Benjamin. And we get... Senior Benjamin. And at the end of the match, we even get uh, a little bit of Reby out there. A little, 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 little Reby Hardy out there. They got a little fountain firework going off behind them. But this match here, I had a lot of fun watching this match. I got a lot of laughs out of it. And uh, listen, Matt Hardy is not what he used to be. He's still good. He can still go. Sammy Guevara is on another level, obviously. But... Matt Hardy, still great, can still tell a story, which I believe is what he's trying to do more than wrestle these days, is tell stories in the ring. I really, 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 really enjoyed this motherfucking match. Really did. Um, but uh, we can go ahead and... Uh, but anyway, hope hope you guys did too. But MJF and Jericho was the next match. Uh, obviously, if Jer if uh, MJF wins this match, he joined Inner Circle, which we saw tonight. I'll get into that soon. Um, the Jericho entrance. Ab I, I, I can't get into how amazing it is. And, and you can see when Jericho's out there basically breaking character, which I know he pretty much does at every show, but, but it, it's, it's just great to hear the crowd singing the song. And again, there was a crowd for this. And um, I'm actually going to play the audio because it's a little over a, a little over a minute long and uh, I can get a quick drink while I'm doing that and um, I'm going to go ahead and play the audio of the of the entrance for you guys and uh, let me go ahead and get that going right now and I'll be right back here in a minute from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada 
Weighing 235 pounds, he is the demo god, Le Champion, Chris Jericho. Jericho recently celebrated his 30th anniversary in pro wrestling right here on AEW. As I just mentioned a moment ago, MJF is 24. Do a little math there, figure out what you want to think about. This is not a new situation for Jericho. Big matches, main events, pay-per-view. That, that's some great shit to hear, man. Jericho just soaking it all up. I mean, I know they've been doing this since the cruise, um, the last Jericho cruise, but I, I just, you can see how much Jericho really appreciates it, how much he really loves it. it it's it, it's a great moment. And like I said, I'm, I'm not saying he breaks character because, I mean, the Jericho character is what it is, but, you know, he's a little bit of a smartass. Sometimes he can be the he, he can be that face but still be the dick so we always get that dynamic with jericho but I, it's 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 just great to see him uh there you go antox a thousand fans you can feel it much better you know what even when it's not a thousand fans the crowd makes it great at one point i saw some dude holding out his arm and some chick was using it as a microphone it just the way they get into that song and i don't know if they're playing the fucking lyrics on the goddamn the the, the try I don't give a shit. I think it's really great. I really do. I think Jericho can feel it, and uh, I it, it it makes for a great entrance, and it makes for a really really just a nice atmosphere to uh, to be watching. Um, but uh, go ahead and get a little more into that match. Put my notes back up for you guys. Um, definitely, definitely, I I, I enjoyed this match. Um. Got a little bit of MJF doing a little bit of Eddie Guerrero in this match, with, with which I've said before how much of a Guerrero fan I am. I did like seeing that. Um, but um, basically, the end of the match was—I mean, the, the match was was good throughout, but the end of the match was really the most interesting part to me. MJF, like I said, did a little bit of Guerrero. Wardlow sneaks MJF the ring. Aubrey Ezra uh, gets distracted. Hager throws Jericho the bat. MJF gives Jericho the double middle fingers and then looks at him, gives him the middle fingers, and then just falls down. Just falls down. Aubrey Edwards turns around right then. Her and Jericho argue. MJF rolls up Jericho for the win. Jericho welcomes uh, MJF and Wardlow into the inner circle, but... You see, there's, you see, every time they're all together, you see something's gonna go down. You just don't know what it is, but um, definitely, like I said, I I enjoyed that little. They didn't do completely the whole Guerrero because if they did, then Jericho would have been disqualified. But um, I, I like the way they did this right here. It was uh, the roll up, which 
I mean, Jericho hasn't, I don't think he's won a pay-per-view match yet. And there's no reason for it. Absolutely none. Jericho's spot at 50 years old, which he did turn on Monday, Jericho's spot in this company should be to get guys over as much as he can. And let's face it, you can't get a guy over much more than Jericho can. Jericho knows what the fuck he's doing. He's been in this goddamn business fucking long enough. He, I mean, 30 years we just celebrated of Jericho in this business. I believe he knows how to get a guy over. He came up through some of the fucking tougher times before they were uh, just kind of picked off of a football field or a strongman competition. And um, Jericho knows what he's doing. So that will bring us to, to the main event, the Eddie Kingston and Moxley match. Um, dude, Kingston came out right when he hit right, right out of the tunnel looking like a badass. Then he took off his jacket, and I was like, ah, oh, green shorts. Or a uh, yeah, green shirt. All right, all right, all right. All right. That's a, uh. And then he took off the rest, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's this fucking Spirit Squad member. He's Eddie. He's just a Spirit Squad member. Ah, Eddie! You! <laughs> I, I, whatever. That didn't really take me out of the match a lot. Um, again, I'm not the biggest... I'm not very knowledgeable on the Kingston character. It might be something he wears all the time. I didn't personally like it, but uh, that's really... If, if I had one fault for the whole match, that would be it. If an outfit is the only thing I can bit, I, I can like complain about, I'm reaching. So that's the only thing I can complain about. Um, now, we had said on Friday, this match should be a bloodbath. I'd say it was pretty close. I mean, we had a barbed wire bat. We had Kingston wrapping the barbed wire around his hand and beating up Moxley. Moxley did the same thing at one point. We had Moxley biting Kingston's knee. Again, a knee. What the fuck's up with the knee? To um, to to get out of a submission. Uh, we had thumbtacks. Uh, my son came in while I was watching the thumbtack part. You know, he's been told, you know, he's 12. My older son came in and, uh, you know, he's been told wrestling's fake. You know, your dad's watching a fake sport and this and that. So he was watching it. And I've never seen his face, his, his mouth drop. He couldn't believe what these guys were. He said, those are fake thumbtacks, right? There's no points on them. I said, no, they're showing them right now. I paused it. He saw the points. He was amazed at the thumbtack spot. Um, then Kingston breaks out fucking rubbing alcohol. Rubbing alcohol. Oh, that would hurt in thumbtacks. Um, but ooh, that would really hurt. But uh, the, 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 the outcome, obviously, Moxley won the match. Um, Omega came out afterwards talking a little shit. But um, really, really great match between these two. And I mean, the storyline itself, the way it was built up again, I said last week, I loved the, the, the promo these two did the other night. You know, before this match, the build-up to this match was really great. They made it personal. They made it emotional. They were passionate in their promos. And my exact words last week, after that promo they did last Wednesday, this is how you sell me, me, on a match. And I was invested in this match. I loved watching this match. I thought it was great. These two work great together obviously they worked worked together before but i really 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 liked this match i thought it was a good way to end the show and um 
As far as Omega coming out at the end, we know Omega did set up a, there's another match with Omega next week. We'll talk about that. Um, I definitely see a, I know they've been teasing it and kind of, kind of more than teasing the heel turn with Omega. Um, but I 100% see it, see it going on. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see how that works, but this show was absolutely amazing. Before I wrap that up, though, um, I got a little video here of uh, Eddie Kingston. Um, It was post-match comments. This was done uh, after the match, obviously. That's what post-match means. You guys know that as well as I do. I don't know why I even had to tell you, but I did. Um, About two minutes long. Go ahead and roll this out. I just realized I forgot my I am going to see if the wife can bring it to me. But here we go. Eddie Kingston, after the match, comments. Here we go. Uh, I broke my phone, so I can't. Uh, legit, <laughs> broke my phone. Uh, I can't get Twitter or whatever. You know what I mean? And everyone texting me, whatever. Uh, oh, well. Uh, Facebook is saying that we're having some trouble playing the video. So I will refresh and try to play it again. And if that does not work, then we will have to skip it. I apologize. Um, Let's try this one more time. Give me one second here. Let's see if this will work now. Let's try it one more time. Here we go. I broke my phone, so I can't. Uh, Legit, (laughs) broke my phone. Uh, I can't get Twitter or whatever, you know what I mean? And everyone texting me, whatever. Uh, I know the winners do the press conference thing, and I just wanted to put this out on the social, because John said something to me in the ring at the end. He said, said, it's over. And uh, I told him, it's never over. I sold my soul to the devil. And the devil is playing the game of pro wrestling. Something I've never done. I politicked. I jumped him. I I talked shit about him behind his back to to Tony to try to get a match. I did everything I said I would never do just for the uh, opportunity. Uh, I don't regret it. But uh, it's just another sin I have to pay for. But I'll be back Wednesday. Because I don't have anything else in this life. Like, you guys think this is a joke, like, you know, character, you know what I mean? It's not, I don't have nothing else but pro wrestling. And I just, I wanted to be world's champion. And I'm going to be, but I thought tonight was the night. And that that's what really uh, messes with my head. And I didn't want to quit. I just, there was no way out. My uh, neck went whatever and made this go numb. It's an old injury. I'll just, I'll be back Wednesday. All right. So once again, they're continuing the emotion. And I'm glad that worked this time. Uh, (laughs) Sorry about that little glitch there, guys. Um, But uh, obviously they're continuing the emotion with this match. And it continued tonight even. Um, on AEW, which uh, I'm going to jump into in just a minute here, but really great. Uh, once again, Eddie Kingston, I, 
I wish I knew more about this guy, but I will say maybe the fact that I don't know a lot about him actually is making me appreciate him more. Um, because he's kind of new to me and he's a great character and I just haven't seen a ton of him. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing in a way, but maybe it's a good thing in the way that I'm not spoiled on him. I'm not sitting there going, yeah, this is just regular Eddie Kingston. I'm impressed with the guy. I like the guy. I really do. Like I said, he comes out there like a, just a, he just comes off as a typical New Yorker, you know, that, 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 that grew up in, you know, the Bronx or something, I'm not sure where, Brooklyn, the Bronx, and just wants to come out there and kick some ass. And I got, I mean, the, the guy even has his friggin' eyebrows still shaved from the 90s. I, I love it. I think it's great. But I, I just, I, I definitely do see him being champion one day. Absolutely. Um, definitely. Definitely could see Eddie Kingston being champion. Um, but I think that's going to be down the road. But again, another amazing promo by him at the end there. You know, he was fighting back tears. I don't know if he really, didn't look like he really was, but he was trying to fight back tears. And uh, it just made for really, again, they've been doing the emotion thing on here. And it just looks like they're going to keep it going. And I cannot fault that right there. I think it's a really good idea. This pay-per-view, I can't think of a bad match coming out of this pay-per-view. Um, gun to my head, worst match. Sheena Nyla, uh, best match, this Moxley Kingston. Between the buildup, between everything these guys did and the way they pulled this off, um, I don't think you could have, I mean, yeah, you know, MJF Jericho, good. M. Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara, good in its own way, but cinematic. So to say it was a great match, not really sure you can do that. It was a great, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, Darby Allen, Cody Rhodes was what it was. Uh, but I really feel that the best match on the card was the Kingston Moxley. And like I said, if you had to really put a gun to my head, I would probably call the, uh, the women's match the, the, the worst, but I don't really think it was that bad. It wasn't like awful. So there you go. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, wrap up AEW full gear. I'm not going to sit here and grade it. I I, I really hate doing that. I, I really do. So it's just me. I'm not going to fucking do it because uh, fuck it. My goddamn show. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead. And, I'm going to go ahead and get into Dynamite. Just kind of keep with AEW. I think it's a better way to go. Um, before all this, uh, this morning, actually, Tony Khan uh, put out a tweet saying tonight we have a great lineup for AEW Dynamite live on TNT, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central. That's my time. For the rest of 2020, hashtag AEW will keep delivering great matches on Wednesday nights. Plus, there are massive surprises ahead. Please join us on TST, uh, TNT tonight. The balance, in, uh, balance of power in wrestling will shift tonight. Um... Do I think the balance of power shifted tonight? No. Do I think AEW could pull something like that off? Yeah, I do. Um, Obviously, the rumors were Sting, Ryback, uh, all these guys coming out. No, you're not getting either one of those right now. Um, But 
I do uh, again tonight was a good show An- another great show by uh for for dynamite um uh, I again I haven't seen NXT yet but um from what I saw of goddamn yeah there you go there you go smart no the shift didn't happen I agree with you there carney talk mm, not sure not sure about that but I get I I get where you're going um probably gonna get through aw uh, dynamite pretty quick i don't have a shitload of notes i believe my 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 the chunk of my notes were right there on the uh pay-per-view and again i just thought it was a great show so could take my eyes off of it you know for most shows i'm sitting there with my phone in my hand playing games or doing or doing something but couldn't take my eyes off that off a lot of matches there but um Tonight was AEW Dynamite, obviously. Uh, Taz started off the show. He came out. He introduced Brian Cage. Uh, Darby is up there stalking the show, as usual, with the with the title over, the TNT title over his shoulder. Um, but tonight we got Cage versus Matt Seidel. Um, I, I'm glad they didn't, you know, I mean, obviously Matt Seidel had a pretty yeah, shoddy debut when he... Missed that one move. Um, it was one move. It's not like he missed 30 moves in the match. He missed one fucking move. But um, I'm glad they're still giving Seidel a chance. I've always, I mean, even back in the WWE, the Evan Bourne days, I liked this guy. I thought he was always very talented. Um, I will say, it seemed like at the beginning of this match, for the first like minute or two, it was like in slow motion. It was very, very... Um, like West Side Story, slow and choreographed, and it did pick up. Um, after a little bit in the match, it did definitely pick up. But man, it started off really bad. Uh, but uh, the match ended up being pretty good there. Um, but I honestly did not get to see who won that match. Uh, to be honest with you, I saw it up until the the, the end of the match, and then my wife had me come and do something real quick. I apologize. Um, but, uh, Cody, after that came out, made his little entrance and after a minute or two, this girl comes walking up to in the ring. And by the way, this is a girl I was talking about a few weeks ago where I said she was in the ring all in her green neon and all sexy and glistening and shit. This was her, um, gorgeous i mean body of a goddess on this girl absolutely gorgeous she even got a little uh small dick joke to uh cody um about being the giant killer uh jade cargill is her name and my god she is gorgeous ripped with abs just beautiful beautiful girl um and she talks about giants and i don't know if it was my ears, but I could swear she said Shaq. Now, I know one Shaq in this world, and it's Shaquille O'Neal. Now, I, I don't know, I don't know, but I, Jesus, man, this girl, I listen, needs work on her promo. I'm not going to sit here and fucking lie. Needs work on her promo, but absolutely wow this girl is a fucking stunner when she walks out there she turns heads um now brandy came out and i ain't gonna lie 
Brandy cut the fucking best promo I've heard from her. Fuck that. Brandy cut the best goddamn promo I've heard from a woman in a while. Plain and simple. She came out there like the like 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 the jealous wife and Brandy came out there and fucking killed it. I I cannot say anything bad about what Brandy said. She came out there and that was fucking great. Um but like I said, man, just I've never seen that Brandy Rhodes. I bet Cody's seen that Brandy Rhodes. I've never seen that Brandy Rhodes. If that was the Brandy Rhodes we got every week, that girl would still be in WWE. I can guarantee you that right now. Um, but uh, after all that right there, um, Cage came out, attacked Cody with Starks, R- R- Ricky Starks. Uh, Darby's music hits. He comes through the crowd. I don't know why they had to play his music for him to come down the... Anyway, I don't know why. Um, but I did like the thumbtack jacket on uh, on Darby Allen there. Uh, Will Hobbs finally comes out after everyone's gone and rips his shirt off. Um, whatever. <laughs> he was a little late for this one. Like I said, he was on time for the last save. Not so great for this one. A little bit late. Uh, not sure what happened, but... Man, that little interaction between Brandy and Jade, that was fucking amazing. And again, I know I don't know anything about this Jade Cargill uh girl, but wow. Definitely needs work on her promos, but certainly certainly a an incredibly beautiful woman. Um curious to see where she goes from here. Um and curious about the Shaq thing. I think the fact that they even just put that out there had people talking because I literally went on Facebook like two or three minutes later and everyone was talking about, is Shaq coming to AEW? So the fact they even put that name out there was a great move for them. It's going to get people talking. And uh, look, I mean, we're talking about it right now. Um, people are definitely going to be talking about this. Um, but uh, I, 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 great little thing. And once again, I, I, I just want to say, Ricky Starks is growing on me every week. Every week he's growing on me. I did not like him in TNA or uh, NWA. I apologize. Um, but he's growing on me. He's growing on me every week. Uh, Moxie cut a promo. He announced that him and Omega will have a uh, match on December 2nd. So we will get to see that. Uh, that is definitely going to be good. I can't even fathom where a Moxley Omega match isn't going to be great. So definitely get used. To, is that a, is that a uh, is that a Wednesday? Let me make a double check. That it should be a Wednesday. Yeah, that's a Wednesday. I want to check that. Um, so we got that. Now we had the bunkhouse match tonight with uh, Dustin and uh, QT Marshall versus the Butcher and the Blade. They had the Bunny with them. This was a good match. I enjoyed this match. We saw bull ropes. Uh, we saw a table, a ladder, a chair, a trash can, handcuffs, a chain. Um. Jesus Christ, I mean, we even saw a goddamn cowbell. I gotta have more cowbell. I know, I gotta have more cowbell, too. Uh, but we, we even saw a cowbell in this match. And uh, I gotta tell you, not the biggest QT Marshall fan. Don't know a shitload about the guy, to be honest with you. But I gotta give the guy some credit here. Um, worked his ass off in this match, QT Marshall did. Really, really worked his ass off and uh i gotta give him some credit for that but dustin did great in this match i'm not gonna sit here and lie but when you've got 
you know, as great as Dustin is, he really wasn't in the match as much as QT was. QT was more there to be kind of the the workhorse, if you will. Um, and he was. He really was. Um, again, I'm not the biggest fan, but I'm going to give him credit because he, uh, you know, you got to give credit where credit is due. Um, Blade, by the end of this match, was a goddamn bloody mess. Um, got to give credit to him too. I, 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 I like the butcher and the blade thing anyway. I, I, I think the, uh, I actually think the butcher is one of the best wrestling characters in a long time. You know, it comes up with the monocle and shit, but as far as, um, this match right here, I really, really like this match. Dustin doesn't seem to want to age. Um, doesn't seem to, his body doesn't even want to age. Obviously looks great out there still. Um, Again, didn't do a ton of shit, kind of trying to calm down a little bit. But QT Marshall, um, I thought, was actually the star of this match, to be honest with you. I never thought I'd be saying that. But um, definitely, definitely was a good match between these guys. Um, And uh, after that, we got the MJF induction into the inner circle. Once again, we get the 80s fucking hairband. I, I really don't even like calling it that. The 80s metal montage uh, with these guys. I fucking loved it. I fucking loved it, man. It was out, just great. Um, Jericho comes out, introduces the rest of the inner circle. Sammy's not there, which we'll get to, I promise you. Uh, MJF and Wardlow come out. Um, I have to be honest. You guys know I didn't know the lines MJF said were from a Drake song. Uh, you guys know I don't know that. But we did have a little surprise birthday party for Jericho. Again, he turned 50 on Monday. Uh, looks great for his age. Can still go out there and do some great shit in the fucking ring. Um, but MJF, at the end of all this, did end up buying all of the Inner Circle tickets to Vegas. And next week, oh, next week we will get them in Vegas. And we will see how that flies. I think that's going to be actually pretty cool. Um, honestly, Inner Circle has done some of the best, I mean, with the old, uh, you know, the, 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 the Brady Bunch parodies and things like that. I think this is going to be a good little segment with them next week in Vegas. So, uh, stay tuned. And, uh, and I, I, I don't think you're going to be, uh, be disappointed. Um, but, uh, good little segment with these guys. I really had a good time. I, MJF is just amazing. I love when he said, I've been in this business a grueling five years. JR was like, ah, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I thought that was fucking great. And I only took a small million dollar loan from my father. Um, I, I, again, I praise MJF, but little, 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 little things like that are exactly what gets you to like this guy and what gets you to just kind of focus on him and 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 for him to also just needle everyone and be that heel that he is. I think that's fucking some great shit right there. Um after that we get the Young Bucks versus the Top Flight uh next week. Um don't know who Top Flight is. All honesty. I'll have to look him up. Didn't have time tonight. Um we got Sean Spears out there though after that with Tully. Um Obviously, this was the Scorp- Sean Spears versus Scorpio Sky match. This was the match that was postponed uh, due to um, Scorpio Sky having possible COVID exposure. Still say they did, they did the right thing here by uh, keeping out Scorpio Sky. No reason to have a guy 
out there who could have uh, could have or could have not been exposed to COVID. We all know, uh, you know, what's going on. So definitely, definitely uh, a good idea. Great match between these two, man. Scorpio Sky. I hate to say this, but Scorpio Sky outclassed Sean Spears in this match. Um, by a mile. Um, we'll see what happens. I think Scorpio Sky is going to end up being one of their uh, one of their bigger heels. I'm sorry, faces in the company, and I'd have zero issues with that. I think he can be a great, great asset to this company. I mean, the fuck, they've got him on the fucking roster. They've signed him. He's been around a while. Go for it. Go for it. Make this guy another fucking asset to your company. Uh, next week, though, we, we found out after this match that next week we're going to get uh, Cody and Darby uh, versus Team Taz. And uh, obviously that was from there. We had the Red Velvet versus Ty Conti match. I really don't have much to say on this, to be honest with you. Um, Ty Conti is a really good-looking girl. Good looking girl. She was down there with Anna Jay. Obviously, they're kind of... It looks like they're courting her um, for the uh, Dark Order. And I think that's where it's going to end up because she was down there with Anna Jay. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Red Velvet down there with... Uh, with Brandy, Brandy not looking very happy to be down there with her. But anyway, um, this match definitely not horrible, um, but definitely not the greatest match in the world. Uh, Inner Circle, I, after that was in the back, they were celebrating going to Vegas. Sammy showed up, which he wasn't there in the beginning. Sammy shows up, said he got one email to be at the beach. And that's where he was. MJF says, "No, no, 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 no." I sent that second email. You guys got the second email right. But Jericho kind of tells him to calm down. I don't know about you guys, but I can 100% see Sammy being on his own very soon. Um, I don't think he, I don't think he needs the inner circle anymore. Um, I think Jericho, Jericho could still do some work to put him over. I think that would be actually a good little feud uh, to put. Sammy over, and I think that's where it's going to end up going. Um, but I don't think Sammy needs him anymore. I think it's time for him to uh, come, kind of come on out of his shell a little bit and see what we what uh, what what they can do with him. And I think this is where it's going to be. I believe he's on his way out of the inner circle. So, just my opinion. We'll see where that goes. Um, and again, Eddie Kingston comes out, cuts another great promo before the main event. Um, I loved when he said, I know my name. I don't need you chanting it. Great, great fucking line. Absolutely great. I love that shit right there. Um, again, Eddie Kingston, I think it's good that I don't know a lot about him. I'm not used to it. I'm not, you know, kind of desensitized to it. I can still go out there, enjoy what he's doing. And, um, I'm glad about that. Now, main event, Pentagon versus Phoenix. We've seen this. These guys obviously have great matches together. Uh, they have amazing, amazing chemistry together. Um, but uh, great match between the two. Pentagon ends up winning. Uh, after the match, Eddie comes out and basically kicks Phoenix to the curb. I'm not sure how else you would say that. Um, he literally just kind of kicks, kicks Phoenix out of the ring. Um, but after that, we get Pac coming out. Um and he is live. 
at the stadium. Looks like he's coming back to try to stake his place as the leader of the Death Triangle, which was before Eddie Kingston got involved in that. So uh, definitely, definitely going to be interested to see how this goes. Next week, we do have Pac versus Blade, which is in the little family of Eddie Kingston. So I see Pac going through a few of Eddie Kingston's guys in order to get to Eddie Kingston. Um, So... But, I mean, that's pretty much how the show went off the air right there. Uh, another great Dynamite. Once again, if, uh, if I had a guest ratings without seeing NXT, I think, uh, I think that uh, AEW might be, the, uh, might be the winner this week, which isn't exactly a, a stretch. Uh, but, um, hmm. All right. Let's go ahead and go to Raw, guys. Uh, I don't have a ton on Raw here. So we're not going to be here very much longer. Um, I would say maybe 20, 30 minutes at the most, and we're going to be on out of here. Um, we had Raw, of course. Um, we had Miz and Morrison. They come out to kind of start off with Miz TV. Uh, listen, I know these characters are supposed to be annoying. I know they're supposed to be heels. Maybe... Maybe I'm just too old to to get it. But it's just childish bullshit. I'm sorry. I mean, if you ran in, in, into these two guys in a bar, you'd want to kick their asses. You really would. Um, I, I mean, I would. I don't know about you. I would. They're just annoying to me. I, I, I don't get the whole adult teenager bullshit. It just doesn't. It just doesn't fly. And, and you know, as I, I made that comment in a group and someone was like, well, New Day does the same shit. Not really. Not really. It's For some reason, it sounds more entertaining coming out of New Day than it does coming out of fucking Miz and Morrison. So I, I, it just, it's not the same thing to me. Um, but we did get Orton coming out. We got Coked Up Randy back this week, guys. I love it. I love Coked Up Randy. I want to see more Coked Up Randy. Um, but the new day did come out after that, after Randy a little bit, um, Randy RKO's Kofi, the second he hits the ring, uh, Drew comes out, Miz and Morrison, uh, and Randy end up taking out Drew and we kind of set up everything for later with, um, Miz and Morrison, the, the match, the main event, which I'll, uh, I'll we'll, we'll talk about a lot. Miz and Morrison with Randy versus the new day with Drew kind of all sets that up, uh, and we'll uh, we'll get into that at the end of the end of the thing here. Um, we get Elias versus Jeff Hardy versus Riddle. This is the last Survivor Series uh, qualifying match. Um, Elias out there, kind of knowing he's going to get interrupted, so he's making fun of it. But uh, eh, it was all right. I I really like Elias. Like I said, I think the guy actually is going to be. A huge, huge person in that company. I think he's definitely going to make some waves in that company. If they could figure out how to use him, he's obviously a very talented guy. Um, you know, I mean, really playing guitar, singing, and I can wrestle. And he's fucking huge, man. He's huge. So I see a lot in Elias. Jeff Hardy coming to the end of his career. Riddle, obviously at the beginning of his career. Um AJ and Jordan are backstage watching this match as it takes place. Riddle did end up winning this match and taking the last place in the Survivor Series match. Um, 
Now, Retribution after that had a promo. Um, my only note was why. I, 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 I'm, I don't care what you name these people. I don't care how intimidating you name them. It's just not a good fucking storyline. I'm sorry. It doesn't. It makes no sense. You just took a rogue group that was terrorizing your company and said, fuck it. Let's give them all contracts and give them silly little names and put them on Twitter. It just it doesn't make sense. It's and I'm not saying that's why I don't like it. I don't like it. It's fucking stupid. But there's so many variables that don't make sense. This fucking storyline. That's just one of them. I do not like it. I don't enjoy it. I think Ali being the leader of them is even more ridiculous. But I guess that's neither here nor there. I don't know. Little promo by them. We see them later. Uh, Hurt Business um, literally beats up Drew, Gal- Drew Gulak for wearing a clip-on tie um, when he tries to join, but does give R-Truth uh, the win to get the 24-7 title back, um, which we will get into. I've got a, I've got a few notes on that little uh, seven-way match, too. Uh, we'll get into that. Now, we get Lana versus Shayna Baszler. Um, why? I don't ask me why. I'm still not sure how they think that this is going to build sympathy for Lana. It's just making her look like a fool. It's not building sympathy. I don't feel bad for her. I don't feel bad for her one fucking bit. I feel like they're just abusing the poor girl because her husband went over to fucking AEW. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. But Lana came out, um, or I'm sorry, Lana versus Shayna. Um, Mandy and Dana do stop Nia this time from putting Lana through a table. Um, so I guess they're trying to step up and enough is enough. But... uh after that, we get AJ Styles out there to the ring. And uh, he's out there with Jordan, which, Jesus Christ, that guy is so tall. So fucking tall. Talk about, I mean, I, I guess WWE has their shack and AEW can have theirs. Um, I don't know. But uh, Bo, a huge fucking guy, this Jordan guy. I'm not even going to try to say his last name anymore. It's just embarrassing. Um, but AJ does come out. He kind of introduces everybody, uh, especially after, you know, Riddle. And uh, makes the last spot. And there's a little bit of turmoil between a few of those guys. But um, it does end up to be a match. Riddle and Lee versus Braun and Sheamus. AJ ends up being the special guest uh, special guest referee. It is This was supposed to be how they were going to bring unity together. Um, obviously, that did none of it. Um, ended up being a good match, but... Didn't bring out any fucking unity. Uh, Lashley came out for a promo with MVP. Titus O'Neil came out. Um, wow. Harsh line by M- by MVP. The match takes place in the ring, not under it. Mm, obviously from the back from the NXT where, uh, where, where Titus slipped with the keg and ended up under the ring. Um, <laughs> a little harsh, but also a great little fucking little callback there. Uh, I did like that. I got to be honest with you. Um, but I got to tell you, this match between these two, 
This was not a fucking wrestling match for that U.S. title. This was a goddamn boxing match with a spear at the end and a full Nelson. Um, they just beat the shit out of each other for a few minutes. And then, boom, done. But they beat the living hell out of each other uh, in the beginning of that match. But definitely wasn't a horrible match. Um, man, I kind of wish I... kind of wish Mark was here. I'm not really sure where he is. But uh, I wanted to ask him about this little friendship between Drew and Sheamus. It's a little... Hmm. A little odd, I guess, to say the least. Um... You know, you got Sheamus, the heel, and still being the heel. And you got Drew, the happy, smiling baby face coming out. And, you know, it's it, it's just very weird. You know, I mean, Drew's out there talking about the, uh, the New Day and how great they are and all that. And then you got Sheamus sitting there bitching about the fucking New Day. So it's like... I'm not quite sure how to feel about this storyline right here. I'm not quite sure where they're going with it, if they're going anywhere with it. But I guess we'll have to just find out where they go. It's just a very, very odd pairing that, I don't know, they keep teasing. You know, I mean, Sheamus keeps saying, oh, I wish we could just go back to tag team and, you know, let's just do it. I don't know if they're going to. If they do, fine. If they don't, great. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to see Sheamus and Drew back in a tag in a tag team. I just don't need to see it. Um, but anyway, we go on to uh, the women. We get Oscar versus Nia Jax here. Um, rest of the Survivor Series team comes down with Lana. I don't know why. Um, and you know where this is going. The second I mentioned Lana, you knew where this was going. You knew. You knew where it was going to go. Um, now, at one point in the match, it looks like Nia legit inder, uh, injured um, Mandy Rose. Uh, looks like she accidentally th- tried to grab the ropes when she went out, but ended up hitting it with her shoulder. So I guess we'll have to see if she's really hurt. I don't know if she is. I don't know if she fucking isn't. But um, I guess we will have to see if she is or isn't and kind of go from there. Um, but, uh, from there, again, obviously Nia, Nia Jax ends up putting Lana through a table, uh, tells her she doesn't belong and quit. Think probably not the worst idea for her. Uh, maybe she will. I doubt it. Um, but we end up after this match with a seven man, 24 side, uh, 24 seven title match. Um, let me just start off with this. We do not deserve the comedy gold that is our truth. And this guy, he's just every I got to admit, every time he comes out, he gives me a fucking laugh. I really fucking love the guy. I really do. I think he's amazing. I think he's great. He does comedy in another great way. And it's just really great to see him out there. Um, now, we had the seven-man match. We had a lot of title changes in this match. It was a little ridiculous. Let's see. It started off with Tazawa winning. And then Eric pinned him. Um, Gulak 
and then Tucker. Yes, Tucker. And then Gulak again. And then Tucker again. And then Graham Metalik. And then Lince Dorado. And finally, R-Truth did win the title. Wow. Clusterfuck of a match. A comedy title. A... Again, when it first came out, I was kind of calling it the social media title. And I still believe it kind of is. But... A fun match, anyway. Um, Tucker. Uh... I feel, I mean, we had said a few times what we're worried about, Tucker, if that tag team ever splits up. I'm a little, more than a little, I'm really shocked they split those guys up as quick as they did. And it's just funny to me, they had no plans for Tucker but to just stick him in the 24-7 picture, which is a bunch of little guys. I, I just, I don't get it. I mean... If you had no plans or no idea what to do with this guy, why bother breaking up the tag team? Why bother? And I will say, I do end up, I, I think we're going to see those guys back together sooner rather than later because I don't think Tucker's going to be or, uh, Tucker's going to be a star. I don't think Otis is going to be the way they're pushing him right now. I think they're going to fuck up pushing him. and He's not going to be the biggest star they think they're going to be. Um, I think it's going to be their fault, not his. But, um... I guess we will uh we'll see what happens in there but um R-Truth does end up bringing the baby ba- his baby back home and uh winning the title 24/7 title. Um after that we get Mustafa Ali with Retribution. Um they come down to uh have a match Mustafa Ali versus Ricochet. Great match between the two. I'll definitely say that. Ali does tap out Ricochet at the end there and I again Ali as this leader of these guys that are bigger than him could kill him if they wanted to. I sort of get it, but I also really, to me, doesn't really make a lot of fucking sense. I just don't see it. It it could work if they built it up a little different as him being this kind of evil genius. But they, I mean, I guess being a hacker is sort of an evil genius, but not really. So... I don't know. It doesn't really make sense to me. Um, I I've said from the beginning. I don't. I, I I've got no faith in this fucking storyline. I'll be honest. We I have no faith in this fucking storyline. Um, but we did finally get the main event. And I say finally because this show was dragging to me. Um, we did get the main event: Miz and Morrison with Randy versus uh, the New Day and Drew. This match went about how you f- kind of figured it would. It went back and forth between everybody. Um, and I, I, I just, I got to be honest, I didn't really care about it. <laughs> I just didn't really care about it. So I kind of phased out of it a little bit. Didn't really fucking listen as much as, 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 as much as I should have. Um, but um, not the worst match I've seen, uh, you know, seen. But I just didn't really care about this match. So I just kind of zoned out of it. And um, honestly, I'm not even sure who fucking, who won the match. Or who lost the match. Um, oh, you know what? I did say it, actually. Uh, no, I didn't. I don't know who won. Miz, Morrison, Randy, New Day, Drew. I think it was uh, New Day and Drew, but I'm not quite sure. I, 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 it's just, I don't know. I kind of just phased out at the end of this thing here. But um, kind of like some of you guys are doing right now. But um, 
Honestly, guys, I talked news first. I was hoping Smart would show up. Not quite sure where he is, but um, I do. I do appreciate you guys uh, coming on out here, listening to me, talk some of my bullshit. Um, trying to see if there's anything else that I can get into here. I wouldn't mind uh, hanging out a little longer. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go to uh, let's go to Wrestling Inc. Carol, or I could uh, let's see. What's this here? I got a crying baby out there. Um, let's see here. Got a little, you know what? I know what I can give you guys. Got a list here. It's kind of an older list, but uh, I'll go ahead and go through it real quick. It's seven famous wrestling gimmicks that were intended for someone else entirely. Um, I haven't gone through this, but let's see it. I, just, I pulled it up the other day. I was going to look through it and never did. So, hey, why don't we go through it right now? Um, the first one they bring up is an honor, honorable mention. Um, looks like Terry Taylor was supposed to be Mr. Perfect. Um, I did not fucking know that, but damn. Yeah. Terry Taylor was originally supposed to be the first Mr. Perfect, um, you know, obviously Terry Taylor, great wrestler, term ended up being the uh, the Red Rooster. Um, they both signed with WWF at the same time, debuted on the same show, uh, WrestleFest 88 in Milwaukee. Um, but Hennig just became Mr. Perfect because of some of the things he could do, just how athletic he was, is kind of exactly what made him that. Um, so, wow, Terry Taylor. Imagine Terry Taylor. As being Mr. Perfect. <laughs> that makes no sense, man, when you go back in time and you're like, wow, it's just, uh, but uh, literally, Terry Taylor was supposed to be what Kurt Hennig was. Kurt Hennig was supposed to end up as Terry Taylor, but obviously, you know, we're not sure what happened there. And obviously, it worked out better the way it was. Uh, Moondog Rex, if you guys remember him, was originally supposed to be Demolition's uh, Smash. Wow. Obviously, it was Bill Eady. Um I am not the biggest... I'm not the biggest Demolition fan. I never was. I always thought they were just a uh, a ripoff of Road Warriors. Mm-hmm. So, that was kind of my thoughts on them. I was never the biggest fan. They were just kind of a joke to me. Um, not a horrible tag team, but just never really got... Just never really got into it. Um, but uh, there you go. There you go right there. Um, Chris Jericho was going to be the goon? <laughs> I guess because he was Canadian. <laughs> ah, I guess that's what it was. It is, yes, because he was Canadian and looked like a hockey player. Um, Jericho was about to be the goon. Wow, thank God that didn't work out. Thank God that didn't work out. Um, now, Conan was supposed to be Max Moon. I believe Conan actually did actually play the Max Moon character in one one or two uh, episodes. I'm not 100% sure, but that one I knew about. I'm not going to lie, that one I knew about. And I think he, I think it might have been. Um Okay, this is case number four, and I'm not sure I believe this one. 
Bret Hart was supposed to be the Jeff Jarrett, the country kind of star right there. I don't know if I believe that one right there. Um, Ultimate Warrior as Big Van Vader. Mm, no, I believe that one either. Harley Race as Jimmy Jack. Oh, come on, these are getting ridiculous. Uh, now, Crush as a made-in-the-USA type Lex Luger. That one, I can kind of see. We all know where Crush ended up going, kind of the cool Hawaiian kind of guy. But uh, I don't know. You know what? That probably was not the best list to bring up because that was kind of shitty. Um, but I will delete that right now. <laughs> immediately right now um i'll tell you guys what on that note i'm gonna go ahead and just uh i'm gonna go ahead and get out of here unless you guys have anything to bring up in the chat room that i did not mention that i missed if you do let me know now or forever hold your peace otherwise i'm going to uh play the music do the plugs get on out of here and um, that will be it. I will uh, 100% be back here on Friday night. Um, <laughs> not sure if it's going to be me or me and Smart. Tell the truth, I'm not really sure what's going on right now. But um, might just be me one more time. Might, might might get another box office if you guys will. So we'll uh, we'll go ahead and do that. And all right. I don't see nothing coming up in the chat. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and do this and do this, and I'm going to go ahead and get to these. Uh, plugs right here. Go ahead and get a little, uh, get your, take your drunken ass home going. Oh, here we go. And of course, I want you guys to check out, I want you to check out Cheese Man, Mojo, and G Wiz over there on the high marks. I want you guys to go there Sunday nights at 8 30 p.m. Eastern Time at mixer.com slash metal mitt network that's right two t's in mitt metal mitt net metal mitt network and i want you to definitely check out these guys the high marks cheese memo joe and g Wiz, great guys over there and of course we got bobby anthem and bobby blades over there on the inhuman experience you sign up for that you're signing up for way more of an experience than just that show so definitely get over there on all the usual podcast platforms and check those guys out and of course you've got unscripted wrestling podcast those are great guys over there you've got daniel you've got doug you've got eric you've got whole cast of characters over there that they have on doing more once again they do more than just wrestling over there too check them out on the usual podcast platforms and of course Stephen milan for sharing the show greatly appreciated sir find him on letterbox to boxd.com slash steven milan over 75 on film reviewed god damn the guy is a maniac and if you want to give us a review please do matter of fact review this show right here let me know what you think and you can do that on Facebook. You can find us right there at facebook.com slash Dirt Sheet Dude Spreaker. You can find us on, uh, Jesus Christ, Twitter, Google Play, uh, Google Podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM. Find us anywhere you guys find podcasts. I really, guys, I really, I, I, I really do appreciate everyone who is still supporting this show, sticking with me. Um, I have, uh, I know I've been in kind of a, a bad place for uh, pretty much a year now uh, since I started that job, but I am out of there. I am feeling in a much better place. Um, I hope you guys can hear that in my voice and in just the way these shows have been going lately. But I am in a, I'm in a much better... I'm spending a lot more time with my kids, which I wasn't doing, which is just making me happy. Um, you know, I was able to you know sit here and see my baby start running around and walking around the house and 
it's uh it's put me in a much better place mentally um and uh like i said i really hope you guys can can hear that um because i was um wow to say miserable at my job would be uh would be an understatement um i mean i was telling smart i'm looking at guardrails like well couldn't hurt that bad when you're thinking that it's uh it's probably time to get out of the job um there are mornings i wanted to just keep driving and not not even go but uh i'm glad i'm out and uh, like i said it's really it's helping me a lot but um i'm enjoying kind of just uh laying back a little bit and just kind of looking for a little more work to do um around the house and everything and uh spending more time with my kids it's uh it's putting me in a much better place mentally and uh like i said hope y'all can uh hope you can hear it hope you guys are all in good places i know there's a lot of shit going on in the world right now but um I'm hoping we're an outlet for you. If we are, that's why I do this show. This is an outlet for me. And um, hopefully we can just all kind of be an outlet for each other. And on that note, either uh, I will see you Friday or me and Smart. I don't know right now. I will definitely be there Friday night for you guys, though. Have a great fucking night. Again, thank you to all the veterans out there who served. Thank you for your service. Thank you for the sacrifices you have made for your family and for this country and uh i will see everybody friday night on that note see you. time to take your chocolate ass home it's all right it's all right if you don't know what to do with yourself take your chocolate ass home yeah I'm tired. Me too.